Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It is 133 in Edmonton, 233 in Winnipeg. The Edmonton Oilers against the Winnipeg Jets. Cam Talbot against Connor Hellebuck. The Oilers to make one change to the lineup. As Matt Benning draws in, Evan Bouchard gets the night off. Jason Garrison will be paired with Benning. Uh, Chris Russell will remain with with the Edmonton Oilers' Darnell Nurse. Uh, for the Jets, Dustin Bufflin is a scratch. Uh, Jets will insert Brendan Lemieux into the lineup. He was picked up as part of uh, many, was a while ago now, but the Evander Kane train, which, uh, trade, which netted uh, the Jets organization, Tyler Myers, uh, Brendan Lemieux was part of that deal, and he'll play instead of Christian Veselainen. Veselainen won two picks after Kyler Yamamoto. Now, I thought in the offseason, Yamamoto would be starting the year in Bakersfield, but he made the orders. And speaking of Bakersfield, we are joined by Condor's head coach, uh, former orders assistant, Jay Woodcroft. Jay, how are you? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and, and that's a starting point, I guess. I mean, you sit there and you look at the – I know we had you in studio late in August, and we looked at a projected roster, and I had Yamamoto being your first-line right wing at the start of the year. But you know what? Uh, guys have an opportunity to play their way out on the NHL team, and those sort of things happen. So that changed the complexion uh, and the makeup a bit of what you had up front because you didn't end up getting Yamamoto at the start of the season. Yeah, and I, I think it's full credit to Yamo and the the camp that he had uh, in the month of September that he had that he came out and he made the team um, out of camp. It's full credit to him and uh, for us down here in Bakersfield. That was another opportunity for another player to to step up and and take some of that responsibility. And who has that player been that's sort of been given first line right wing uh, shot out of the gate? Well, uh, you know, our lines are pretty evenly played, uh, so to number them wouldn't be fair to the guys because they, they've done a great job in terms of their work ethic. Their minutes are pretty evenly uh, spread out. I think one of the young players who has stepped up his play for our team and plays in all situations, a real trusted player, uh, and can play any of the three forward positions has been Cameron Egypt. Um, he's uh, he has built on a strong camp in Edmonton. He has come out and established his game early in the season here. His skating has uh, been very good. He's been on the floor check. Uh, he's trusted by the coaching staff to play on both special teams. Uh, he's done a heck of a job through four games for us. Well, he was uh, a guy that the Oilers actually burnt a year on his ELC to get him signed when they did. Uh, so he's technically in the second year of his deal. Uh, and it, it's interesting, Jay, because you would have seen him in the, the rookie games. And to me, he was quiet in those games. So I'm pleased to see that he's uh, progressed since getting the chance at the uh, American Hockey League level. Uh, let's, let's stick with the forwards for now. I want to ask you about Cooper Marody and Tyler Benson. I know he's spent some time playing with those guys. Uh, you guys, I think, are 2-2 two and two on the season now. But just a, a thought on um, what you're seeing out of Marody and Benson. 
Well, uh, you're right. Uh, he bigs on a line with uh, both Marody and Benson. Marody uh, is a very, very skilled young man uh, that has a low panic point with the puck. He's got a real poise about him. Um, he's strong on it in the offensive zone. He's learning professional details uh, on a day-in, day-out basis, but he's been a heck of a player for us. His skating is really coming around as well. He's working hard on it. Uh, Benson, obviously, uh, has the ability to make plays. Um, some real head-scratching head scratchingly good plays uh we we had a game uh, this past weekend where he came down and, and floated an 85 foot backhand saucer pass right on someone's tape he has that level of skill uh about him he is also finding his way in a man's league uh his, his details professionally are uh something that he's working on day in day out um both those young men, along with Ebig, are attacking every day with the mindset to get better. And uh, all three of them have been trusted players. All three of them are playing big minutes. And um, they should be happy with the start to their year. We're joined by Jay Wycroft. Well, those guys are important guys, Jay, because the Oilers need some push coming uh, from, from, you know, from some prospects that are currently down on the farm. And uh, that's been an absent part of the organization. You know, there was some uh, good growth, I think, on the back end. We'll hit those guys in a second. Uh, that said, you know, there's still opportunities for some guys that are a little bit more experienced. Josh Curry got himself an NHL deal. He's an important guy for you down the middle. And, I mean, Brad Malone's in the second year at Edmonton. Uh, but just a, a thought of maybe having a little bit, little bit of veteran experience at that level to, to run along with those younger kids that are trying to establish themselves as pros. Yeah, I would say that uh, Malone, Gambardella, Russell line has been a constant for us. Uh, coming out of training camp here in Bakersfield. Uh, all three of those guys uh, have a little bit of uh, experience about them. Um, they have the ability to spend their shift in the other team's zone. Um, all three are really good penalty killers. Uh, they're physical, uh, strong on the cycle, um, have provided real good leadership for us. Josh Curry's another player you mentioned who's uh, kind of earned everything that uh, he's been uh, given here within the organization. He worked his way up to an American League contract. And as you mentioned this year, signed an NHL contract. He has a, he has a good skill set about him. He, he, uh, the way I would describe him is he has a, he's professionally polished in his skills. And, um, you know, there's a lot of good things about his game. His tenacity on the puck and his work away from it uh, have stood out uh, so far through four games, and uh, they're helping lead the way for some of these young guys that have been introduced to the lineup. Bakersfield head coach Jay Woodcroft, Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. Jay, you just got Ethan Bear back. Uh, he got into a couple games this weekend. Uh, you know, he played pretty well, was right there till the end with the Oilers, and eventually when uh, Chris Russell got activated, he got uh, sent down to the A. Um, you know, how's his attitude, how's his mindset, and how did he play in those first two games? Yeah, I would say as soon as uh, he arrived in Bakersfield after quite a bit of travel, 
him and I had a little bit of a sit down, and uh, I asked him about his experience in camp. He, he felt he had a really good camp, which he did, uh, and he was excited to be here and, and just play games and work on his game and and get it to where you know he he's happy with it. Uh, he's played very well in the two games that he's played. Both games, I think he led our defense in minutes played. Uh, plays in every situation, power play, penalty kill, um, down by a goal, uh, up by a goal. He He's playing a lot of hockey in important minutes for us. He really solidified us back there. And uh, we're happy with where he's at over the two games that he did play. Okay, uh, Caleb Jones, like uh, Ethan Bear, a player that a lot of folks in Edmonton got their eyes on. I know he had a real good uh, first game for you. Uh, are you seeing some pro- like? Does he look like the same sort of guy that maybe you saw in training camp a, a year ago with the Oilers? I uh, I think uh, Caleb's been uh, a very very good player for our team here. Solid uh, in all three zones. Um, we uh, when when we got Ethan back uh, into the lineup, uh, we kind of flipped some pairs around and we we put Jones with Gravel, uh, and both of those players uh, see the top check on on the other team, so they're playing big minutes that way. Jones he plays power play penalty kill as well. Uh, he has the ability to play his offside, which is a huge uh, plus uh, for his versatility. He's uh, he's moved pucks. He's skated and supported the rush. He's been dangerous at the offensive blue line. Uh, if I'm Caleb Jones, I, should, I would be very happy with the way I started this season in American League. Uh, did Stanton get hurt, Ryan Stanton? No, uh, Ryan actually had uh, a child. Oh, and uh, yeah, he had a baby baby girl, uh, his first, and uh, it's a real moment of uh, real moment of celebration for our team. And as a result, he did not come to uh, to San Jose uh, just as you know the first few days of being a new father. Uh, but he's uh, he's come back into the fold. He's practiced hard, and he'll be in the lineup this weekend. Okay, and Al Montoya, uh, who, as you know, uh, was with the Oilers last season. A lot of questions coming in right now. You can text us on our Westlock Ford text line at 630-630. You know, it's uh, I I don't know if he thought in the offseason that uh, he was going to be in the American Hockey League, but how has he performed for you? I'll tell you what, Al and I had a, a chat as soon as he came down as well. He's been a consummate professional. Uh, he's endeared himself to his teammates right away. Um, he practices, practices hard. He's played hard. Uh, he's been very good for us. I think he's a calming influence back there for some of our younger defensemen. Uh, he's vocal. He talks to them. Um, he has a level of professional expectations that he that he holds his uh, teammates to and uh, very happy with where Al's at. Well, he's 2-1 uh, and one this year with a 1.64 goals against average and a 9.26 save percentage, so as a rule of thumb when you've stopped 63 out of 68 shots over three games, generally speaking the players are pretty happy with you. I think that's kind of how it works. Uh, Jay, what's, yeah, the, what's, sure. what's, what's the schedule like this week for you? It's a little bit different of a schedule for us. There's only one game this week uh, on on Saturday in San Diego. 
<clears throat> but it's been a very good opportunity for us uh, to schedule some development-type practices for our group. So yet, yesterday was a big work day for us. It was a high volume. Uh, the players put in a lot of hard work. Um, we also have David Pelche in town to work on uh, some skating with some of our prospects here. Uh, we've taken the opportunity uh, to s- separate some practices by position to work on individual skills and uh, keep things fresh drill-wise. And it's uh, it's been a, a good first two days of the week. But like I said, uh, we're trying to get creative because there's only one one game played this week on well, Saturday. It's going to be a challenge. Uh, Dallas Akins doesn't have the same kind of toughness that he's had down there the last couple of years. But, I mean, he's got guys like Pontus Aberg and Logan Shaw that have spent a lot of time in the National Hockey League and some experience in the back end relative to perhaps your team. I think they've got a little bit more experienced players. So good luck uh, on Saturday against San Diego. I appreciate Bob. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Take care, Jay. That is Jay Woodcroft. He is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Still to come on Oilers now, we'll get to this day in Oilers history, and Jack Michaels in conversation with the Winnipeg Jets, Josh Morrissey. We'll tell you, Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For many locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The staffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 149 in Edmonton. I had a texter that said, come on, Stoffer, nobody likes talking more about himself than you. You've subjected us and abused us over the years. Uh, some texts have come in on that regard. Uh, Jason is a very funny fellow from Sangudo. Bob, what time is the unnamed texter uh, having his bug up his butt show uh, coming up later on? And... Uh, this text comes in out of Edmonton. Bob, I like your old school stories, but then again, I'm an SSAC guy from 1987-1991. So uh, there there you have it. Uh, wow, what a negative Nancy. I would not want to be his friend, reminding me of all my shortcomings every time I see him. See, when I get texts like that, I usually think it's like a long-lost uncle or something giving it to me. Uh, anyhow, which reminds me of the one of the funniest things I ever saw involved Ryan Jones. The orders, and they were not very good team at the time. Time, but they were in uh, they were in the island in the old Nassau County Coliseum, and uh, the Oilers were vacating the ice. I think it was the game that Taylor Hall scored two goals in eight seconds. And the Oilers lost the game three two, and as they were leaving the ice, uh, the fans are very close and and not it's like the smallest building in the league. And, you know, the Islander fans were giving it pretty hard to the Oilers, and this guy yells out, hey, and I'm watching this thing, and I can see that there's been an exchange between Ryan Jones and this fan, and then silence. And what had happened is um, the the fans were giving it to Jones about how badly the Oilers sucked and how terrible a player Jones was, and Jones turned around and said, Dad, quit following our team around and they just went silent and started uh, howling and from that point forward I had tremendous admiration for how funny Ryan Jones was he was a, he was a good guy again you can text us at 630-630 tweet us at orders now email us orders now at uh, 630 chedcom uh, 
this text comes in uh, out of Tabor, Alberta. Hey, the old Tabor Golden Sun himself. Bob, the second and third lines need to be switched. Move Lucic and Kyler down and bring Reeder and Yessi up. Tobias and Leon have a connection. Come on, Todd, let's put them together. That text comes to us out of Tabor. And uh, very quickly, Bob, I think... Uh, this was the first day I heard you mention Peter uh, Shirelli's philosophy. Bingo. He guessed wrong. He built a big team at the time of skill and speed, which is the exact opposite of what Kevin Lowe did a decade or more before. He got the philosophy wrong and built Smurf teams when the Bruins were winning. Bob, this sums up why the Oilers have been horrible for so long from Chris and Victoria. Well, I think it's too early to judge this year on what type of team the Oilers have, Chris. They were not good last year. They were good the year before with a bigger, heavier team. And again, it's my belief that it was an organizational philosophy to make Edmonton a bigger, heavier team. Uh, Time permitting, because I I hope I... uh, You know what? We're going to save Jack's conversation with Josh Morrissey to the upcoming City Ford Face-Off show, because we're going to go to this day in order's history for New West Travel. Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group package vacation, uh, your winter uh, group vacation package with New West Travel, and receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacation dreams. Back in the studio, Brendan Escott. But, Brendan, I'm going to spin one back on you in a second. What do you got for uh, this day in order's history back in 1993? Well, Stephen Rice scored twice, but it did not suffice. The Oilers lost to the Canucks 3-2 at Northland Coliseum, and that actually started the longest losing streak on home ice in franchise history. That lasted nine games and more than a month. Now, Stephen Rice came over in a trade, as you know, Brendan, for Mark Messier, Louis DeRusque, Stephen Rice, and Bernie Nichols were what the Oilers acquired. Stephen Rice is the only player that I can find, and I've asked this question at least three times on Oilers now over the years. The only player to have scored in the NHL, the AHL, and Major Junior, and in his case, the OHL, a regular season goal and a playoff goal in the same season. It's never been done in NHL history. And ironically, the three teams that he did it for, their team nicknames were all the Rangers. So it was the Kitchener Rangers, the Binghamton Rangers, and the New York Rangers. And you can't do that today because of how the CBA works, what Stephen Rice accomplished back in the day. But it's a remarkable. Um, and people would say, well, how did this happen? Well, he started with the New York Rangers, got sent down to the Binghamton Rangers, then sent down to the Kitchener Rangers during the regular season, scored a goal at all three levels. And then in the playoffs, scored a goal for the Kitchener Rangers in the playoffs. Uh, they got eliminated, got recalled, played for Binghamton. And then at the point that he got uh a uh, goal for Binghamton got called up to the New York Rangers, so that's how it happened in the same year. It's a crazy anomaly. And actually, the guy who first told me about this, Don Metz, who's got Making Coco, that was his uh, great trivia question, and it's, I've used that one probably six or seven times at least over the last uh, 15 years on last nine years here on Oilers Now on 6.30 Chat. All right, that wraps up the, what day is it today? It's Tuesday, the Tuesday edition of Oilers Now. Tomorrow is Wednesday, and that means Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey and Rogers, their lead uh, analyst from Hockey in Canada, will be joining us. Uh, I will be back on the City Forward Face-Off show, hosted by Reed Wilkins, along with Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, the Oilers Radio Network, at uh, 4.30 with Puck Drop at 6 o'clock. Up next, the news, weather, and traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody, for now, from Winnipeg. Thank you.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.